Welcome to the Men's Bible Study Podcast, a ministry of Sheridan House. We continue today in the series, So We Would Know, a study through the Gospel of John. If you missed any part of this series, you can find it and others online at sheridanhouse.org slash mbs. When I was a kid uh, growing up in New York, every Saturday my dad uh, would, would do his runs. He would go like to the, the, the drugstore and get bandages or whatever he needed on the list and then he'd go to the lumber yard and get whatever he needed for the house. I never asked him where we're going. I just, I'm the oldest, I'm junior, I, we just went. And it was absolutely awesome because I trust him. Wherever we're going, I trust him. We're going to look at that with God today. Wherever he takes you, you trust him. And that's, that's an act I have to do. I have to choose. I have to go after that. You know, when I, when Roby was probably 10, I started taking him with me uh, to speak to him because he would help me set up the book table in Birmingham or Mobile or whatever, and then out of church. And then the fun part was he'd help me, and then all of a sudden there they're doing something during the parenting seminar and I said, why don't you go? And he would trust me and he'd go. When he was a little older, I sent him off to camp uh, in, in Branson, Missouri, a camp called Canicuck. And I sent him to Canicuck and Canicuck was still an amazing Christian camp. A little pricey. Set me back a little bit. They sent, sent him to Canicuck and he'd be away five or six weeks and he, he fought me on it a little bit. Uh, but it was practice away. I'm so grateful my dad. When I was nine, my dad sent me Trust me. Well, trust me here. Yeah, the disciples, uh, their lives are about to take a strange turn. I don't like strange turns. I don't, just like this room changing. I don't like change. I don't like change. I don't like change at all. And, and they've seen some incredible miracles, the raising of Lazarus and the triumphal entry when they entered into Jerusalem for what we, for some reason, labeled Palm Sunday. It wasn't Palm Sunday. It was Jacket Sunday. People were taking off their jackets and throwing them on the ground. Those didn't want to take the jackets off the ground, pop them on the ground. But the cool thing is, their one road, they didn't have a closet, on the ground, the Jews, the donkeys, an amazing entry. And they felt great. And when they're next to him, they felt safe. And they felt like they're somebody. And they felt like they're invincible. Fun turn. But now I'm going away to the one who sent me. And none of you has asked me where I'm going. We were talking about this beforehand. Anybody have a thought? And none of you have asked me what I'm going to We don't know exactly what that means, but what do you think that means? Can't hear you. I'm good. best for you that I go away, because if I don't, the counselor won't come, and that's next week. This whole 
Holy Spirit came. This was the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to bring probably with me, and you can't have it, can't even borrow it, uh, Forgotten God by Francis Chan. If you have not read, anybody read Forgotten God? Yeah, if you haven't read Forgotten God, and he starts out, and it's a thin little book, but he starts out, anytime you see a book about the Holy Spirit, you're already weirded out. Um, and something weird is going to happen. <coughs> and it's not, it's just, it helped me so much. And Forgotten God is the book that got me, probably about 20 years, it got me 15 years ago to go to the mountains and uh, uh, for and fast for five days and ask God if you want me to have the gift of tongues given to me. And it never happened. In fact, day five, I'm laughing, thinking, okay, now I'm scared of having a Pensacola experience or something. I don't know what's going on there. And it was like God saying to me, you've been so hard on tongues, I just want you to lighten up on tongues. You don't understand, it's not your language to me. You have a different language. You're an out loud prayer. Stop. My children become different. It was such a freeing time. I think Rosemary was terrified something weird was going to happen to me at the mountain. Instead, you're very sad, but it is actually best for you that I go away because if I don't, the counselor won't come. If I do go away, he will come because I will send him to you. crazy thing to me, and they don't have this, I have this, I have this, in John, right before this, in John 12, 23, the time has come for the Son of Man to enter his glory, truth is, a kernel of wheat must be planted in the soil, unless it dies, it will be alone, John 14, 12, because I am going to be with the Father, John 12, 8, I will not be here with you much longer, John 13, 33, I must go away and leave you. John 12.35, my light will shine out for you just a little longer. John 12.32, uh, when I am lifted up on the cross, I will draw everyone to myself. And John 14.2, I mean, this is unbelievable. John 14.2, I'm going to prepare a place for you. How many times? I you keep telling him. But how many times does he tell me? And we know that all things, everything in your life, everything, all things work together for good for those who love God. I will never leave you or forsake you. Over and over and over and over, he tells us he's got us. And yet, I have these little fears. I, and it's funny, Rosemary walks every day. And when she walks in the mountains, uh, honestly, I'm terrified. Um, and we live in a gated community in the mountains. It's just ridiculous. And, I, and yet, I, 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 if there's no children in the house, I haven't gone out at all. Because uh, it's dark there, I know I'm going to hear banjo music any minute. Um, it's just, I, and it's, it's a nice, I mean, it's four miles from the airport. It's a very nice, very crowded, but it's not me. I grew up in New York. And so she walks. I hate when she walks. I got her a jogger. She's going to see the stuff. There's bears out there. There's good old boys. Of they can't get in because it's gated. But she's 10 minutes late. I time her when she is. It's a 32 minute walk. And it's 42 minutes. And I'm in the car. And I'm shooting up and, and up the mountain. And, she, and 
uh, she's up there, she's talking to someone. Uh, stop, don't talk to anybody. We don't want any friends up here. Just come back. And I know that Jesus is saying to the angels, wow. Well, break into his world a little bit. And where's his trust? It's kind of pathetic. But now I'm going away to the one who sent me. And none of you has asked me where I'm going. Instead, you're sad. And I think sad, sadness or fear, whichever your, your default is, I think sometimes my default is fear that something's going to happen to her, this is too good to be true, or something's going to happen. I think the picture here is they're, they're imagining the worst. You're leaving, leaving us alone, and where's our guidance? Where's our protection? I'll never leave you or forsake you. Do you know this or not? I remember when Billy Graham, again, you got to be my I remember when Billy Graham came to South Florida when he did his crusade at Lockhart. And I went, and uh, honestly, his message was horrible. I'm sitting there thinking, wow, he's old, he's lost it, but no one's coming. I think this, this invitation is not going to happen. He gives an altar call, and three or four hundred come forward. And I'm sitting there going, wow, oh, it's not him. It's him. It's you. It's absolutely you, Lord. Yeah, I don't like change. They don't like change, but now I'm going away to the one who sent me. And none of you has asked where I'm going. It's called trust. The act of trusting is based on what we've been asked to trust. You know, <laughs> trust in your batteries with all your heart. Trust in your car with all trust. Trust. What am I trusting? You know, and, and America has been taught to trust this with all your heart. You can't say it's all one, but trust this with all your heart. We've been taught to trust this. Do you have enough? Do you have backup? And then when you have backup, do you have backup to your backup? Rather than, wow, trust. It's so interesting being married to a, to a missionary kid. Uh, Rosemary's family uh, went out into the mission, just to show you how old we are, went out into the mission field uh, post-World War II Japan. Uh, 1949 she was born and nine, at nine months they took her to Japan and they were there for uh, a decade and a half in Japan. And it was destroyed. It was destroyed. It was and her coming back from spending the first decade and a half in Japan, she wants for nothing. She thinks she wants for everything. She wants for nothing. And she told me her dreams about being a stable mom and blah, blah, blah. And eventually, place in the mountains and I used to tell her, you know, that means we have to stop it. We can't go on the can't do And she said, wow, I never left. I made all her own clothes for all of her high school. She wants for nothing. So her trust is so amazing. In fact, her trust is so amazing and irritates me sometimes. Would you worry with me a little bit? I'd, I'd, get, I'd like to have somebody carrying a little bit of the worry. And, and she has this statement, when is the ever little stop? Daily, the mom called him, saying, I'm sending my daughter off to college. 
you guys have any luggage and they're saying no we don't and then they give me your number and somebody came in that afternoon and rang the luggage and calling the mom and telling her we've got luggage. God is just crazy. And I'm convinced God knew Bob's gonna need more help than most he needs to see this happen. Our history of trusting. And let me say, we are in the time where we're raising a generation where 48% of these children are growing up in single-parent homes like we were talking about. And I, I was shocked. I did, I did my dissertation on the father absent home. And uh, I don't know if you remember Jim Davidson, that name at all. Just a little bit. Oh, that's how old I am. He was an amazing principal. He was the one who designed the Bill Walton. And he let me, when he was in Pines Middle School, he let me in Pines Middle School uh, to do the research on my dissertation on the difference between the moment for parents and the moment uh, father absence on referrals for behavioral problems. And it turns out, 900 students, and it turns out it was exactly 300, 300, 300, not exactly, plus 300. Father absent home, um, two parent home, one blending family. And blending family. but it's actually best for you that I go away. Because if I don't, the counselor won't come. If I do go away, he will come because I will send him to you. Yeah, this whole picture here, trust me, trust me, trust me. Trust me. I'm the bridge. You can trust me. In the past, you trusted religion to the Jew. You trusted in religion with all your trust in me. Yeah, and here's the hard part. Because we don't understand what's going on. We don't understand the atrocities. We don't understand what happened to Stone. We don't understand. But we're not here on understanding. We don't understand what's going on in the world. We're not here on understanding. A number of times we lost properties we thought we were going to build on. And an amazing 40-acre property is now the academic village. And that was ours. We were done. I was trying to put it together. And it was 39 acres. Our kind of school water out from under driving around having this conversation with God. Really? And realizing, oh, no, son, I got 60 of them. Stop. You, you, you're taking too much of this on yourself. You just get out of the way, Bob. You're so often in the way that you get out of the way. Yeah. Make a choice. The choice is to trust. Trust is a choice. We each have to choose what it is we trust. You know what I think? You've got to re-choose every day. Because you get attacked every day. Re-choose, re-choose, re-choose. So, life presents two basic kinds of trust crossroads. And I, I think the second one's easier than the first one. The first one is choosing to trust in your daily life decisions. When you don't think you really have to. I got this. It's pretty easy right now. Everything's kind of going. The deals are working out. Or whatever. And I'm, I, you know, I am paying my bills. And, and everything. No, it's, it's time to back up. And trust. And I trust those that something's going on. This is the day the Lord has made. So is there somebody you want me to not walk by today? 
remember when fish, if you go to Crossway, John Elwood, the fish was with us 10 years and abandoned us when we were picked up. Fish is an inner city kid that some, somebody in uh, Miami uh, saw this kid, this awesome, took him into a big mine show that was just paid to get old college. Um, and then he came on staff for us before he got about 9 o'clock and Monica, who had some serious surgery yesterday, had texted us, called us, we talked to her several times, and Rosemary says, are you okay? And, gets, and no, nothing back, so she calls her, and she uh, turns out the operation was late, and she's still kind of coming out of the whatever, and uh, it was kind of funny hearing a PhD mumble uh, on the phone, actually, and just like, yeah, and, and the field. still haven't heard from Aaron in two days, I get it. I get it. But as I look back, and this is 50 years looking back, I see God has moved. He's taken my mom on the road, set me up to camp, set me up to win. And then when I get there with my mom, I will realize, wow, she won the prize. This isn't the prize. You know, if I have no more backache, no, no more whatever else it is, it's, you win the prize. You win the prize. So I'm trusting in these, in these circumstances. And Lord, I guess I, I, I want to be a Paul, but I don't, but I do, but I don't, but I do. He's in prison. He says, tell me all joy. I've learned to be content. If I have to live, I'll live for Christ. It's going to live If I get to die, it's all for me. And then he doesn't know what to do because he doesn't have these big audiences anymore. And I got to say, one of the things I'm going to ask in heaven is so bad how could they speak to thousands upon thousands like Jesus by the no, no amplification of my performance? What did you do, Lord, to make that? Father, is that you? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's astounding, but I, I've had several times in church where someone will meet, meet me in the lobby and say, I wrote it down, you wrote what, the, what you said, that point you made, what you said. And I said, what point do you think? And she's showing me, that happened again two Sundays ago. She's showing me, and I said, never said it. I just got to tell you, that's cool. I'll probably say it from now on, but I never said that. You heard direct. That was the direct phone call you got during the sermon. Unbelievable. Yeah. During the times that are desperate, trusting, Jesus is, Jesus is trying to help them. No, guys, it's going to get better. 
it's going to get so much better. Yeah, but we were there when we fed the 5,000. We had each, every 12 of us had a basket. We look back up at you, it's just going to be okay. We were there. We were there when you calmed the storm. It was scary when you sent us off by twos, away from you. Oh, that was the practice. Away from you, you cast out demons. That was the practice. That was the going out the door, being on your own today. But now, I'm going away to the one who sent me. And it's going to be better for you. It's going to be better. Now, we tend to trust in our own preconceived answers. The way we think things should go. Rather than trust in God and get our puny plans and desires out of the way. Yeah, I, I, I tend to target my prayers too tightly. Frank, I mean, I know we should be very specific, but sometimes I tighten them so tight. And Jesus got so much more. Wow, look at that's it. Unto him was able to do exceedingly and abundantly beyond all you would ask or imagine. Jesus Unto him who's able to do exceedingly and abundantly. Can I say this property you're on? It's exceedingly and abundantly beyond all other I guess it's too much. So Lord, when I don't see where the puzzle part goes, no, just trust me. Just trust me. The job is to just trust me. Everything fits. So this kind of faith has to be has to be plugged in again every day. I don't want to miss what you got going. And I know it starts with noticing the little things for his glory. Fathers, we go out of here today, it's for your glory. As we go out of here today, it's for your glory. That we would become noticers for your glory. And we'll give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. For previous messages, as well as other resources, you can visit us at sheridanhouse.org backslash MBS or call us at 954-583-1552. We hope you can join us again next week.